0: Sunday presented by Michelob Ultra Wolf and Luke Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Catch it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke brings the boom catching bodies on his way to the rack. Suns game day with K Ray. I'm ready for whatever. Ready for whatever. I tell you what we're ready for, Wolf. We're ready for Cam Johnson to play some organized basketball for the Phoenix Suns, and that will happen tonight in downtown Phoenix. A step in the right direction. Right. We're also ready for Kevin Ray of Valley Sports to join us on the Arizona Sports line right now
1: for game day with K-Ray. Kay K, Kay, what's going on, man? Tell us what is happening. Wait, did you say Cam Johnson is going to play tonight? Cam! Cam is back. Oh, Beautiful is. I've, I've just, I've just said it over and over in the last twenty-four hours. Uh, yeah, it is. It is uh, just music to my ears, and I know you guys as well, and all the Suns fans out there.
2: Yeah, it's one of these deals where you're clicking your red slippers together saying there's no place like Cam. There's no, you know, <laughs> I, I, it's going to be great to see the Suns start to get healthy and get some of these guys back right now. What do you want to see from Cam Johnson tonight?
1: Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, with Cam is um, just feeling, you know, feeling like he doesn't need to try to, to be a hero. And that's really never, that's not his personality anyway. So I think it lends itself to that. Um, but you know, I've, I've had a chance being on the road now the last couple of weeks and watching him just work his tail off, both in the workout rooms and then you know pregame and uh, the little the, the few times that they got to do you know what's called practice. Um, but, you know, he, he's worked his butt off. And so I just want to see him go out there and play loose, play free, and, you know, um, be the be the kind of guy that, uh, that the Suns, you know, relied on. Um, it'll be interesting to see with that long layoff, you know, the timing, the shot uh, defensively. But, look, just seeing him on the floor tonight is going to be enough for me.
0: Talking to Kevin Ray of Valley Sports, K. in addition to just how good it's going to be to see him out there playing basketball and, and how much that potentially impacts you know wins and losses for the Suns, and we heard Mikkel Bridges talking today about how much it helps him just be able to play his game and, and makes Mikkel Bridges better. I assume it's going to make other guys better as well. How, how much of a step in your mind is this to getting guys back to being able to do the jobs they're actually on this team to do?
1: Okay. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, uh, Luke, and, and, you know, I, I know the fans have been frustrated with the losses, and look, the, the players are even more frustrated, but they, there really has been a, such a level of of taxing on the players and not just taxing physically, but taxing in terms of, you know, asking them to, you know, to do more uh, really than than their jobs and as the season began, you know, required. And look, you know, when you're a player, you understand that. But I think the length of time that this has gone on is what has really created such a ripple effect for Coach Monty Williams' staff and, and all those who have played. Now, having said that, since you mentioned Mikel Bridges, the, the one thing that I've loved to see out of Mikel, and it's just, you know, it speaks to him being such a, a smart, heady player, but the, the upside to all this is, you know, we've seen Mikel really have to do some things and in some respects, get out of his comfort zone, uh, scoring the ball in ways that he hadn't previously. You know, working, I mean, working in post-up situations with Mikel. Uh, we see him continuing to work on those you know, that little float game uh, coming from, from both angles. So it really does go back to what Monty Williams has said, guys, as a result of all the injuries, that, you know, it's going to serve this team well uh, if and when they can get everybody healthy. And, you know, the caveat is, can, once they get healthy, can they stay healthy for 25, 30 games? Because that's what it's going to take in order to start to making that climb back up.
2: You know, the Kevin Durant situation and the Kevin Durant story, um, it just feels like it was ice ages ago, does it not? <laughs> it just feels it so weird, gay okay, right now to even talk about it. But um, what do you think you're going to see from the Brooklyn Nets tonight? What do you expect to see?
1: Well, uh, we will expect to see Kyrie Irving. I know he was listed as questionable yesterday. He sat out the last game, um, a loss to San Antonio, which, by the way, was their third straight loss. He had some cap tightness, um, but they have upgraded him to probable, so I I fully expect to see Kyrie Irving back on the floor, and when you talk about the Nets and Kyrie, you know, you're talking about the the fire starting, and Kyrie has played you know, extremely well, double figures, 31 of the 32 games this year, he's had 28 or more 14 times, the Nets 11-3 in those games, and so having him be kind of the, the, the catalyst, the floor balancer, if you will, will go a long way in helping uh, Jock Vaughn and his team, what they hope is shake out of a, a three-game losing streak, um, but You know, they've got some other weapons as well. It'll be interesting to see, you know, we haven't seen TJ Warren, at least here in Phoenix, uh, in uniform on the floor in quite some time. Uh, He's been a a big uh, addition for them. Uh, I know they've tried to, like, minimize his, you know, his minutes played per game, trying to preserve him for a postseason run. And then we get our first look at, you know, Ben Simmons uh, being the defensive force of this team. So, you know, the the Suns are going to have their work cut out for them but i do feel like getting a little healthier and getting a guy like cam johnson back on the floor uh puts puts additional pressure on the durantless brooklyn nets
0: talking to kevin ray of Bally sports uh k and it is game day with k ray you know cam johnson's return is is going to be big we don't know exactly what the minutes are but he's, he's going to be on a minutes restriction i'm sure um it feels like you got 37 games left. It feels like the last month and a half, even the fans have kind of been like, yeah, I hope they win tonight, but if they don't, you know, there's still a long season. We're into the second half of the season now. At what point do guys starting to come back? Chris Paul doesn't sound like he's that far away. When, you know, when guys come back, that's also going to start to ramp the expectations back up as well. When, when do you think it's fair to start lifting those expectations back to where they normally are with this team?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think you can fully, uh, elevate those expectations until, you know, until they're whole. Um and until we see them whole, uh, for Probably three or four games. And then, oh, by the way, that's going to coincide with the trade deadline. So, uh, you know, this, this is going to be, this is going to be a dogged fight to the finish. You know, one of the things I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, and, you know, I know that the fans looking at the standings, at, you know, falling all the way down to 12, and, you know, it's 10 and a half games clear to the top spot. Don't look at the top spot. Look, look, look at, look at the 6 to 4 spot look at the 6 to 3 spot that that is more than attainable guys so you know that that to me they have to approach it much like they would a game where if you're down by you know 20 points you need to make it a 10 or 12 point game by halftime and then heading into the fourth quarter you need to make it a six point game if you can do that and approach it that way the the, the suns are going to be fine because i think as we have seen this is going to be a wide open battle uh, despite all the teams who are playing well right now it's going to be a wide open battle in the western conference so to me you look at that six and higher spot you you'd prefer to stay out of that play-in situation
2: you know what's so interesting about it, Kay? If, in fact, the Suns can't get all their guys healthy out on the floor right now, I don't think anyone wants to play them. Can you imagine them coming in, even if they had to play in the play-in game? Um, I, I almost would like to see it, honestly. I, would. I, I, I know you. I know that, <laughs> but I almost would like to see it because of of the fact they won 64 games last year, and we all know how that ended. Let's try the opposite part of that. Let's go in as the <laughs> undecided underdog and see if you can't go in there and kick somebody's teeth in for me. Having said all of that, do you expect the Suns to be active at the trade deadline?
1: Uh, I do. I, I do. I mean, I, I think you guys heard Brian Windhorst's comments, uh, you know, his interview yesterday, so at the very least, You're you're looking at that move. Um, You know what? What else becomes available and attainable for Jane Jones remains to be seen. But, yes, I I expect them to be active uh, to try to strengthen and improve this team in an effort to, uh, you know, to, to get to the postseason. And and I hear what you're talking about, my man. But, no, thank you. Uh, a, a couple <laughs> less games
2: in the postseason, I could do <laughs> it. Do it the hard way, man. But well, the probably one is on the other side of hard.
0: You now you're quoting money. That's not fair. They probably are going to be. I mean, I don't know. I think realistically, KN, And this is just a. a Somewhat educated, but not really prediction. I I mean, it seems like they probably could get it back into like the five seed or whatever, right? And you're in the playoffs and that's great and that's where you want to start. There's a pretty good chance you're playing Golden State or Memphis or Denver or New Orleans in the first round. I know we don't have a ton of time here, but just from what you've seen this season, is there one of the top teams in this conference that you feel like the Suns match up pretty well against?
1: Uh yes and no yes just in the sense of the the team's been there you know it's been to the finals it yep. knows what it takes um I think you know if I'm answering that honestly I think I could give you a, a better more complete assessment after February 9th <laughs> That's uh, fair. because because yes. I I just I don't know what piece or pieces the Suns may have uh, that may be directly um, you know focused on on those matchups. It, Everybody you face in the postseason, all those teams you mentioned, all have strength. Now we know what the Sun did against, have done against Golden State so far. Uh, so I would say, in that regard, probably more favorable. Uh, the, the thing with Memphis and Denver, they are both not just talented, but they are extremely deep and talented. Yeah.
0: Okay. Great stuff, man. You, I will. Buddy. I'll talk to my co-host about this. This play in nonsense. We don't need anything.
2: <laughs> nothing
0: wrong with that. Sounds good,
1: boys.